Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. What are we doing today? And today we are talking about positivity, how we use it in our everyday lives and how important it is to do certain things and create certain habits that will foster a happier and healthier life. Love it. Let's do it. Yay. Here we go. You and I are uh, very similar in so many ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like a a million zillion ways, we are the same. Yeah. We have a lot of the same views. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing from the beginning, from the day I met you till now, is we are both very positive people. Yes. We we have compassion for people and we view situations with a positive light. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I, I don't I don't have a reason why I do it. I have no idea. Yeah, you're just like that. Do you know why do you know why you have that? You know, I'm no scientist, I'm just an artist. So I wonder if it's <laughs> uh if it has to do with gene- like my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think my dad my sister always compares my dad and i and she says i just don't know you you and dad are just always so positive about everything Mm -hmm. so i would say maybe that's a little bit of the reason um but yeah i always have been since i was really young what do have you always been aware that you are um i never I never thought I was different than anybody else. I just, I never really noticed, I guess, until I was older. And I talked to people that suffer from anxiety and depression that my brain works differently. I Mm -hmm. just figured some people are just, and I think that's the horrible thing about the taboo of not talking about mental illness is that people think that other people can control it. So that's what I, I mean, when I was little, I just said, oh, just be happy. But it's, you know, it's not as easy as that. Mm -hmm. But I think that there are ways and things you can do to be happier Uh or um, foster more self-care and positivity into Mm -hmm. your life. We've been living together for three years and I can confidently say Joey, he barely ever is down like you're always positive you don't have like in three years of living with you um the only time i've ever seen you upset would probably be lost (laughs) um you know when you had your grandmother pass but i feel like you've never really had a full bad day you just have it in three years (laughs) well which is i feel like sometimes if i fall into the trap of maybe thinking about uh, like a mistake in the past or think about a failure in the past and I'll mm-hmm. and I'll fall down that like rabbit hole mm-hmm. I'll catch myself and just think I don't why am I spending my time why am I wasting my time on this instead of focusing on like a future goal yeah so I'll so that's maybe where that's coming from is I'll catch myself mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah does anything I'm saying <laughs> make sense ever I did want to bring something up so we're alike in a zillion ways, and one thing, one way that we are alike is positive thinking. Mm-hmm. But there's something that I do what is that's it? different, but ultimately it's the same. But I like to reverse jinx things. Oh my! Gosh. I'm a reverse jinxer. Not uh, big things in life. Small things like 
maybe finding a parking I spot. I don't even think people know what that is. We need to explain. Is a reverse First, jinx? Let, let me just explain sure. my my point of view okay. of how I see things. Is I I don't know if you guys have read this the book The Secret. I'm obsessed with it. If I were to pick one book in the world that I would read and I think changed my life the most would be the book The Secret. And um, it talks a lot about positivity and energy and the way the um, manifestation and and all that good stuff. So in my mind, the way my brain works now, because I feel like I've trained it that way, is if you visualize something and you say something's going to happen, for example, I said, by age 25, I want to be my own boss. And at age 25, I became my own boss. I said, by age 29, actually, probably like three weeks into dating Joey, I said, at, at age 29, I'd like to be married. We're I'm, doing it. <laughs> I'm 29 and we're about to get married. That is unbelievable. Yeah. So I have like these certain things that I say and goals that I like put out there. Um, and I think it's, you know, that it's going to happen because I think of it like that. And now Joey. Wait, wait. But I completely agree. And I do it too. Mm-hmm. I do it too. Yeah. But he but does it in are... a twisted way. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll, I will do that as well with bigger things in, in life. Uh-huh. But for some reason, I'm, I'm obsessed with the reverse jinx for smaller things so what a reverse jinx would be is say we're we're driving around we're looking for a parking space i was about to say that i will say oh we're never gonna find a spot and what do you know we turn the corner and there's a parking spot right in front and uh say i'm watching the cubs game and i'm like oh of course they're gonna lose they're gonna lose of course they're gonna lose Cubs win. This sounds so crazy to me. <laughs> the old reverse jinx is just, it's the old switcheroo. Never heard of that before I met you. <laughs> Wait, what's really funny is I, because I do it all the time. I do it, uh-huh. with, especially with parking. Yeah, it's a cop to always be right. Wait, so you brought that up the other day. Can you explain what you yes. said? He says, oh, we're never going to find a spot. So... It's a win-win because if he doesn't find a spot, he says, oh, I was right. I knew it. Or if we do find a spot, he says, I did the reverse jinx. I found the spot. So it's like he'll never be wrong. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so looping back into positivity. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we are positive because it's the way that we are or are we positive because of the way that we live mm. or are we positive because of the mindset? Mm. All I know is that I am the happiest that I, even if I was positive when I was younger, I even, let's say 2014, one of the roughest years for me, I was crying every single week. I was still positive, mm-hmm. but I, it was very rough and I was very sad and it was a hard time. But right. so right now, I mean, ever since 2015 or I lived on my own, it's, it's really has been the best years of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's because of a, combination of positivity self-care doing what you love doing for a living because i i mean even though i was positive i was very stressed when i was working three jobs or or i had negativity around me so i think that um being genuinely happy Mm. which i feel so fortunate that i wake up every day and i'm just i'm so happy all the time and i think a lot of it is so do you think that attracts good things like when you're positive about life it attracts good things 
to you? Yeah, I th- I think I think so, <clears throat> really. And an example to this yeah. is there was this I don't know his name, but I remember seeing this article of this guy that worked at BuzzFeed and he was like I think he was just a runner. He he wasn't he didn't really have a big job, mm-hmm. but he was so positive and he and people loved his positivity and his eager to learn and mm-hmm. all of that that he ended up having a big position in BuzzFeed and in front of the camera and doing great things. So I think that being positive can open up so many doors for you because people want to be around that because it's just good energy you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it is also very important, you know, in the workspace at home. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I was going to say was that, no, no, no. It was that I really believe I'm happier now because I am doing what I love and I am in a healthy relationship you know, our home is just full of love every day. I mean, how can you not be happy? We wake up every day with like 20 kisses and you say how much we love each other every morning, day, middle of the day. Um, so, so much love. And I think creating is very yeah. important. Yep. So even if you are an artist, I think there's a lot of people that are artists so they well they feel like they're not artists like Mm. well i'm not an artist i'm not good i'm not gonna draw but Mm. you don't have to show anybody it's not for anybody to see and there's a lot that goes behind art therapy it's a real thing oh yeah and um so i think that creating also makes me a happier person because it's kind of like meditation three four hours a day i'm sitting there my mind is just going and i'm just creating and i think that if people would put that more into their schedule like i'm gonna draw something paint something Whatever it is, work on a clay piece. You don't have to show anybody if you don't want to, but um, I think that's very important, and every human should do that. I feel it. If I'm not uh, performing or writing something or working on something for a small amount of time, I feel it in my soul. Mm-hmm. I, it's like uh, I feel like trapped. Yeah. So I think it, I, I think you I think you too. are so spot on. Yeah, I see it in my own mom. She. She is so happy and peaceful when she plays with clay and she rarely does it. But when she does, she, you can just see it. You feel it, Mm -hmm. you know, and I always say you should play with clay more. And I don't know, I guess you have to like physically put it in her hand and play with her for her to actually do it or else she feels like she has so many other things to do. Um, I actually was just listening to a podcast today and I heard Jen Gotch, which I follow her and, and she's an advocate for mental illness and, uh, She's pretty awesome. It was about, I forgot what exactly it was about, but she said on the podcast that she, every Wednesday, she puts like two to three hours and her, like two to three hours a day, I think, let's say like five to eight or something. Yeah. And it's just have fun. That's it. Oh, that's nice. So it's like all she can do and it's her her therapist or her psychologist told her. a really her, great idea. You know, all you have to do is just have fun for those hours. Yeah. So she gets like a babysitter for her dog and like she'll go out to a movie, hang out with friends, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And just once be a, a week. Kid and just yeah, do, once yeah, a week. Yeah. I just really like put that, that in your schedule. How about uh, the people who you surround yourself with? People always ask us if we get into like arguments mm-hmm. what do people ask i kind of want to open this discussion to other people that have been together and haven't had arguments because i know this is a thing yeah it's rare but i know it is because i have had people message me and say oh my gosh my partner and i also have never argued before i you know it's something so rare or my sister and her partner she was telling me how like they've never gotten into arguments either and um 
but it is rare and I'm, I'm thankful for it. But I always know that Joey has the best intentions with me and he always means the best. So also, I'm pretty laid back. I think it's a combination of our right. personalities. We're po- both pretty laid back. Like, for example, people argue a lot about if one person's messier than the other. Like, right. you leave your shoes there on mm-hmm. the floor. Some people might get mad at that because right. it bothers them. Right. If you see a pair of Joey shoes on the floor on the left, you're going to see a pair of mine on the right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so that's kind of the same. Or, I mean, some people might argue because they value different things. We were just talking about this. Um, you know... S- somebody might want to hang out with their friends more or go out to you know parties or clubs or or whatever it is and the other person might not like it joey and i just happen to not like doing that and we would rather spend time with each other right so we have no friends no just kidding (laughs) shout out our friends we love you (laughs) but you know not saying that if you argue it's bad but i but i do think that once you say something hurtful or once it's something very negative you can never take that back and it stains the relationship a bit i really do believe that because i think that if you get into an argument with your significant other and you say something that really hurts them um you know you never forget that and Mm. i think that slowly that starts like etching away at a relationship like you don't forget those things that person did Mm -hmm. so then you start having resentment Mm -hmm. and things like that so i mean i'm so glad we met when we did we're so much older because i'm sure people that have started relationships younger when they're just trying to figure out yeah how things are i mean well i think what it boils down to is this i love you so incredibly much (laughs) and i always want the absolute 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 best for you at all times of every second of every day you too so as long as that's my goal every day (laughs) then then i mean there could never be uh this um how what do you how do you describe it like a butting of heads exactly because i'm just trying to always like make every day great for you that's the same thing oh my gosh that's that's exactly how i feel you know what I was just talking to my little sister about positivity and how nice it feels like when you read. You know, you guys, I'm so fortunate that you guys leave me so many nice comments and messages all the time. And I'm aware that not everybody has a big following and they don't get to read those type of things all the time. So I was telling my sister how nice would it be if we wrote a letter Mm -hmm. of just why we love Let's say I wrote a letter to my sister, like why I love her, why she's amazing, mm-hmm. all these great things about her, and um, why she's so special to me. And every single family member wrote one for each person and like mailed it to them. I nice. mean, for people that don't live together, yeah. you know, together. Um, <clears throat> I think whenever you're sad, you should have a box of things that make you happy. And one of those things would be reading letters that people have wrote to you telling you how much they love you. Yeah. And I think. Um, also writing down a list of things that you're grateful for yeah if you write down a list of things that you're grateful for when you're feeling off or or not very happy i think that you know you can't help it can't help but lift your mood i remember when i performed in the groundlings i was on my way to a show and i was feeling i started i was feeling really nervous and because of that i started to have sort of like negative thoughts about the show that was about to happen like i started to doubt myself and 
all of a sudden a thought popped into my head like wait a minute i am so lucky that i get to go perform at the groundlings right now what and right when i had that thought it everything flipped it yeah. all flipped around and and all of that nervous energy turned into excitement we're spoiled sometimes we we look at things in a certain way and and i think it's just the mindset of of being grateful for everything that we are able to do all the opportunities that we have and the people that are around us that love us you know something that i also took you know i take little bits and pieces from people that i listen to their podcast or i follow them or they're inspiring and i store it in my brain it's always these little positive tips and one of the ones um turia pitt she went through a horrific um accident where most of her body was burned and she went through a lot anybody looking for positivity follow her she's amazing um one thing she said was change i have to do this like i have to take out the trash or i have to go to work with with change have to can Uh so i can go to work i can do this i can do that and then it makes you realize how many people like don't even have the ability to go to have a job or how many people don't have legs to actually walk and do something Mm -hmm. or uh it gets you in a different mindset of being you know grateful and positive yeah should we answer questions sure so now i'm going to go to my instagram and read the questions and the topics that you'd like us to cover subtopics of Mm -hmm. positivity positivity so the balance between positive and being realistic with yourself goals and hopes so you know what Mm. i just live in a world that most people would think it's unrealistic i mean the percentage of women professional artists that are um, my age that have immigrant parents are is very very low and if i looked at statistics and if i stayed quote unquote realistic then i wouldn't be where i am today so i don't really like that word being realistic i really think that anything you can you can work and make anything happen some people might call me crazy but that's just the way i view things so yeah i just i think go for it whatever it is that you want to do and and give it your all you are good (laughs) let me just say tips on some daily individual activities to engage in to maintain positivity for me i i know i already talked about this but i love waking up early and going to work out right first thing in the morning it is my favorite thing to do to start the day for me if i don't do that i feel sluggish and and low energy so um that's something that i do you can try it see if it works for you maybe Mm. maybe not what other tip daily individual activities to engage to maintain positivity? Eating right, eating, yeah. eating fruits, no, that's, that's eating big. fruits and vegetables and drinking water and staying hydrated. For me, tips, because now I'm going to answer it. Tips yep. on daily individual activities to engage in to maintain positivity. For me, I 
need to go outside every once in a while. That's a huge one for me as well. I, if I haven't left by like noon, I'm all flipped around. I got to get some air. That's a huge one for me. Sorry to interrupt. Had to do it. Very important. I'm stalling while you yawn. Take it away. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, yeah, I think going for a nice walk is always really great. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say plants. Ooh, I feel, nice. and it's also there's science to back this up. I feel much happier with plants in our home. We used to, I did not have a green thumb a, a year or two ago. I only had maybe three plants in the home. They're all dying. It was a cemetery in the little corner we had. Now I did research. I figured which plants are plants that are hard to kill and all this stuff. And, and I've been um, really doing some research with plants. Now we have over 20 plants that are yeah. living and thriving beautifully in their home and two trees, yeah. actually. Um, and this is a tree also. So I would say three trees, but two of them are big. One of them is growing. Uh, and ever since I've had these plants in our home, I am so much happier and I can even breathe better. I used to have more, I used to sneeze more yeah, and uh, the air true. quality is better. So I would say plants is very important. Going outside is very important. Getting some vitamin D. What else? Creating, like I said before, yeah, being right. grateful. Right. Um, you know, stay in contact with the people that you love. And nice. I, I talk to my sisters every week. I talk to my grandma every week. I talk to my mom every week. My sisters and my best friend, our phone calls are always over an hour long. Mm -hmm. And it's great. It's just so nice to listen to the voices of the people that you love. So I think that that's very important. That's that's huge. That's so that's great. Gosh, you're so good. <laughs> yeah. No, you're great. And yeah. you're so right. And it's and I mean, it's bigger than just family, just people that make you happy. Yeah. Just surround yourself with those people. Yeah. And cut out the people that don't. You don't have to like burn a bridge, but mm -hmm. you just don't don't go out of your way to to um, surround yourself with people that don't make you happy. Yeah. It's a huge one. And you know, I actually was just looking at um, somebody else um, that I follow on social media, Janae, and she did a post about positivity and she was saying that she was pruning a plant and she realized that the plant, that the plant isn't the only one that needed to have stems cut off. So something that I didn't know but dead leaves soak up excess nutrients and can keep the rest of the plant from thriving. Whoa. And that really does go in line to humans. Yeah. That if we have people around us that are negative, um, that will kind of suck our energy and we won't be able to grow just like plants. So cutting out negativity, surrounding yourself with love, um, plants, vitamin D. Mm -hmm. If you need sleep, Sleep, sleep is important too. Eat right. Creativity. All of these things yep. um, are great. But then at the end of the day, also, if you're sad, let yourself feel it. Because if you right. don't, then you will be bottling it up and right. it will just become worse. So it's, I mean, we're supposed to be sad and happy and that's just how life is. So yeah, um, it's so true. Don't, don't put pressure on yourself. Uh, I was just talking to my sister about that. She was, she was, um, my sister was in the process of 
opening up her small business, which she just recently did. I'm so proud of her. But she oh, was, give her a plug <laughs> right now. Come on, it's right there. Yeah. So my sister's, um, my sister's online vintage shop is druzi.com d-r-u-z-i-i.com and she was very nervous she was very um just nervous and had a lot of anxiety of you know am i doing enough am i being productive she doesn't have a day that's that was productive or if the photos didn't look right and you know sometimes she had a whole day that she didn't feel good she was sad and then she felt bad for being sad and and i think that i can relate to Sometimes if I'm not productive, I feel like I didn't do anything all day. But, you know, we need a break. We're not machines. We're human. So I think that let's say you have a day that you're not feeling happy. Just take that day off. Right. And you'll be extra productive the next day. Right. It's great. And and let yourself enjoy that day off and just be sad or relax. And don't add on to the sadness by making yourself guilty. Mm-hmm. How to be positive when you're feeling lonely. So I think I think switching your perspective and finding happiness and being alone is such an amazing thing to overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've lived alone for two years in a city with no family, <clears throat> barely no friends, and living in a little studio. And um, well, studio one year, then one better one another year, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so for two years, I lived alone. And I think that instead of seeing it as something, as a loneliness, you think of it as an advantage of, I have all this extra time to work on whatever it is. That you're passionate uh, on, about. Or yeah. like something new, learning right. something new. Just whatever you're passionate about. Just throw yourself yeah. into that, or or yeah, or even pick up a book and right. and lose yourself in a story right. or learn something new. And I think that once we start realizing that being alone is actually an advantage. I mean, this is a, wo- a woman's the one who 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 said this. I don't know if she plans to have children in the future or or settle down, but a lot of people. You know, you might end up having children in the future and then there is no lonely after that. So right. enjoy this Take time. Advantage. <laughs> Take, Take advantage. advantage. I for those two years before I met Joey, I thought, you know what? Um, or for that one year, I thought it when I find the person that I love and we spend the rest of our lives together, that's gonna be beautiful. But I know that this alone time is so sacred. So I was very thankful for that alone time to be able to um spend time by myself and figure myself out yeah i'll echo the same thing because when i when i first moved to los angeles i lived alone in a studio apartment and i loved it i really did and i got to really know myself and i was forced to come face to face with you know do i love myself and and i really had to answer that question when i lived alone Mm -hmm. i grew a lot i learned a lot and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And there were hard times. There were lonely uh, days and times. And I was in a new city. I didn't know that many people. But no family. Nope. But looking back on it, I wouldn't wouldn't trade it for the world. I'd do it all again if I could. Yeah. Um, for all the reasons that you said, I just wanted to echo it. That's all. 
<laughs> what are self-care activities you engage in as a couple? Oh, maybe a little date night action? Yeah, we love date nights. We have about... Um, I mean, I consider the couch. Oh, yeah. I consider um, just hanging out on the couch and watching something and eating yummy food at a couch date night. I mean, I illustrated that. But besides a couch date night, we have about... <clears throat> three date nights a week i know that might be excessive for some people but um we're lucky it makes us happy it makes us happy we don't we also you know we do have the means to like go out and eat at restaurants for three times a week and all that stuff but if you don't you know go out and have a picnic right and um which we also do yeah which we also do but yeah so self-care i would say you know spending time together going out to eat we um we don't do it as much anymore but Especially in the summertime, we take like really long walks together. Oh yeah, when, I love long when walks. When the weather's really nice, and we do that, it's like oh, it's so. It's we'll go on long walks out to dinner, and then walk back with like well, an ice cream like, in our, our hand. Like Sunday morning when we go get bagels. Oh yeah, we used to do a long forty-five minute Sunday walk to yeah. the farmers market. That's really nice. Yeah, I would say yeah, that's definitely self-care. What else? Game nights when we will like play games together, so feel fun. like kids again. Those, yeah, all of those are so important. I surprised Joy one day. He came home, and I had a fort built in our living yeah. room. This took me like two hours to build. It was so professional. You had, you had <laughs> things hanging from the ceiling that you had somehow stuck into the. How did you even stick those into the ceiling? I used the ladder. Um, Unbelievable. I know. So I built Gosh, a fort. You, so, you just put everything into everything you do. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it did look pretty professional. Um, and we left it for like a week. I know, week. we left it for like a week. So I, I think little things like that that break the, the norm. Yep. I mean, anybody can build a fort, you know, and you just take some covers. And I mean, there's I'm sure you can find tutorials online too. And I just got creative with the materials that we had. I used uh, rod... Uh, um, a curtain rod yep and i used all these like blankets and things that we there had. were like strings hanging how did you do that <laughs> i don't know but anyway yeah stuff like that surprising surprising each other oh yeah that's been uh, how about all the notes that we leave each other oh, everywhere all right so one time we already said that's we did yeah, the, the notes? story of the hiding the notes. We did? Yeah. All right, sure. we'll go back and listen to episode <laughs> two, uh, 32 minutes in. We told a story about notes. No, I don't know when it was. But yeah, just surprising each other. No, no, no. I just, I'm just saying we, we went into depth about the 21 notes I hit. Oh, okay. But besides, oh, sure. that was actually how we fell in love um, episode, I think. But okay. um, Episode one, uh, 26 minutes in. No, that's episode two, how we met. Episode is. two, uh, 26 minutes in. <laughs> Anyways, we leave each other notes, and I love finding notes. Just, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll um, put them under the door while he's showering. Or I'll wake up, and there's a note right next to me on the bed. It's so nice. Should we see what's next? Yeah. How do you let go of anger and resentment towards a person that did you wrong? I would just say, if, if it's really bad... I'm if notorious it's really bad, for cutting people out of my life. You just cut them out. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Just, I, instead of holding on to it, just cut them out. I let mean, go of it. I mean, there's some people, like, what if it's, like, your mother or something? Oh, you know what buddy. I mean? Yeah, like, we I have see. to think of all possibilities. Okay, 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 okay. But I will say, I I do cut people out pretty quickly. And I don't, it's just I follow an instinct. And if I feel like they have crossed a line that there's no return, 
Um, then I'm like, uh, no thanks, bye. But, uh, you have to forgive and know that we're all humans and just think about a time that you maybe did something similar or, or something that you regret and then put yourself in their shoes and talk it out and let them know how you feel and they'll tell you how they feel. And I think having a deep conversation with that person and just go from there. Agreed. You are great. You are great. Just going to say that. Uh, do you get a lot of hate? And if you do, how do you handle it? Um, you know what? I don't really get that much. I really don't get that much hate on Instagram at all, I would say. I mean, very if the, the percent would be like less than 1%. But when I did live stream on Periscope, I did. There was always some people that said something rude to me from either from saying oh people only like your art because uh because you're a girl or um i've had people tell me certain things about my weight like either i was too skinny or i have gained weight or i mean or my nose was big or things like that (laughs) but it's been like you know people to some people that's what they might you know think whatever so i've had so many people say different things to me and it doesn't affect me because I, I don't know why, but in my mind, whenever I see people on the internet, I just imagine like really sad person living in the basement of their parents' house, just like spewing hate. Like I, I can never take any of them serious, especially when you click on them. They're usually a fake account. Right. Um, and even if they're not, they're like just unhappy with themselves. So I think right. that if any, if you get hate or if it's on the internet, just know that a lot of these people are hurt and only hurt people hurt people. So yeah. just block them. And um, that how I deal with it is just by blocking. Out of sight, out of mind. Don't have time to stress with that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. How do you maintain yourself positive during the day? I mean, sometimes you have rough times. I think we answered that. If not, how did you handle this? If that. With your parents being immigrants, did this support your dream as an artist? If not, how did you handle this? So, yes, they did. I was very fortunate that they both supported me as an artist and they always fostered my creativity. Um, so, But I do know that it is a big problem because I do get a lot of private messages and emails of people telling me, I don't know what to do. My parents don't think this is a good career or you know Mm -hmm. my advice to that is your parents want the best for you and your parents are instilling their insecurities into you with love they don't mean it in a negative way and they just want the best for you so because they don't have that vision that you do or they can't feel the passion that you feel about art then they're not really able to visualize and and see the potential in it um and and they don't know how hard you're gonna work for it. Does that even make sense? I yeah, don't know. That makes sense. Um so I think that at the end of the day, you're going to have to live with that decision. It's gonna be your life, not theirs. So what do you want to do? Um I always think it's so important to follow that voice inside of you and your parents they ended up doing what they needed to do in their life and they made their decisions but now it's your turn to make your own and um there's actually a really good quote it's a little bit harsh but it's a great quote hold on 
So this, <laughs> so this quote, it's a little harsh, but I really think it's true. It's Frank Zappa. If you end up with a boring, miserable life because you listen to your mom, your dad, your teacher, your priest, or some guy on television telling you how to do your shit, then you deserve it. And <laughs> it sounds horrible, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to live your life. You're going to live your own life and you have to make your own decisions. And... I promise once you work very hard and you become successful in it, your parents will change their mind and they will say, you know what, they'll be proud of you. Um, So you can use that as fuel and just work extra hard. Gosh, that was so good. You tied the quote in and then came around full circle at the end. I'm I'm feeling, I'm like fired up right now. Let's, let's, let's. Let's end with that one. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I'm, I, I, that was crazy. Can I just say how? What? Can, how can you not be happy when you have like a personal somebody that loves you? In I'm just cheer, saying. Cheers. I just watched you do something like that was amazing. I mean, I love you so much. I'm like, I'm like pumped up right now. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Like, let's just go do something. <laughs> you ready to? You should we go? Should we go? Yeah, it's get cool. out of here. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. That was great. We're riding out with that one. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You want? Do you have any parting words? Thank you, everyone. You're the best. And you are. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh. Also, just start a podcast, and that's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is something that we started doing together. That's, I love. That's yeah, a, that's a something thing. that I love about this podcast is we have an hour, an hour, maybe two hours of just undivided attention. We're talking and yeah. just staring at each other, deep into each other's soul. Yeah. And it's so nice. Yeah, it is. So, and thank you everybody for listening because yeah. uh, we thank, would be putting this out there for nobody. Then. Yeah, thank you for listening. I hope this. I mean, I know you're being so sweet and you said that was great, but I hope this all makes sense. I didn't like. No, it's <laughs> it's really great. I um, mean, for me, I hope what everything I said makes sense. I know sometimes I feel like words are coming out of my mouth and they're just like they don't even they're just they're like no. what's happening right now, <laughs> and and so I, if that was the case, I'm sorry, but. Um, you know, you doing this with you is so great and it's so uh, comforting to do it with you because you are so good at this and you're so good at <laughs> speaking from the heart and Thank you genuinely you. want to put really good advice out there because you genuinely, genuinely want the best for everybody. Yeah. And that's really cool for me to be a part of it with you and I love you so I love much. you too and this was so great and and you always are just so positive and great and fun and he brings all the excitement into the podcast and you're so funny I know you have everybody cracking up even if they uh go over my head sometimes <laughs> um well thank you everybody for joining thank you everybody for listening mm-hmm. I can't you know what I just realized, yeah. you know how I said that? Oh, oh my gosh. What? We forgot one of the big things. We what? need to put this in there. What? Every night, our ritual. Mm. It's important. Yeah. Can we tie that in somehow? Do it now. Okay. Do it now. If, uh, you know what? If you turned it off early, you're missing the good stuff. <laughs> all right? I don't know what to tell you. So, huge thing yeah. that we do yeah. that I think is um, 
perfect for any couple and anybody that's single also. Sure. So Joey and I, before bed, every single night, every single night, we don't skip one, um, we say how much we love each other. It sounds like we're proposing to each other every single night before bed. And we say all the things that we love about each other. And we also say thank you for things that the other did throughout the day. So I'm like, thank you so much for loading the dishwasher. Thank you so much for cleaning. That was so sweet. Thank you for dinner and vice versa. And it's just such a beautiful way to go to sleep and Mm. just feel so full of love and appreciation. And I think that that is a huge self-care and a huge um, way to end the day on a positive note with the person that you love. Now, if you're single, I think it's very important to do that to yourself. Yep. So, you know, say, say that. yeah, That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> thank you. Great. Thank you so much today for feeding me good foods. Thank you mm. so much for whatever it is. So we finish every single we end the day like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason I thought of that was yeah. because I was about to say thank you to everybody. And I realized we do it every single at the yeah. end of the podcast, yeah. but it's just a habit. Yeah. So, um, and I just don't ever want you guys to forget how much, gra- how grateful we are for all of you and how thankful we are for you guys that you are sharing a part of your life with us by listening to this podcast and i don't take that lightly so i'm very thankful for that thank you for sharing for commenting you guys are sweet you guys are so nice and Mm -hmm. so just thank you for that too big hug everybody group hug. come on bring it in here (laughs) this is nice